Today we are digging deeper into the Four Quads Plus One framework, and today we're going to talk about who is writing your life. It is going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers, and I am your host. And I am very excited about this new series that we're doing. Uh, just to catch you up a little bit, if you missed the last episode, last episode was just an introduction. But we are going to be talking uh, today, or digging deeper today, into the Four Quads uh, Plus One framework. And so, if you remember, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that I did another uh, framework earlier, the Three R framework. And so, the reason I'm doing another one here is there really is no one size fits all. You know, this is it and the end all be all. Because what I've noticed in my own life, whether we're talking about learning about child rearing, learning about self-development, learning about sales, learning about how to do life, learning about marriage, whatever it is you may be learning about, I'm a firm believer in that there is there's so much great information out there. But I also know for a fact that each one of us is an individual. Each one of us, you know, something might just really sing to you. And to me, it just falls flat. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And so that's why I think it's great when you take a sampling of many different theories and beliefs and thoughts and things like that and put it together to be your own. Now, of course, I'm not talking about faith. I'm not talking about religion. I I believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the light. And the only way to the Father is through the Son. All right, let's, let's say that up front. But what I'm talking about is I'm just talking about things in your life that you're learning, things that you're trying to grow in, things like that. Okay, so I'm not talking about mishmash, mishmash your faith. I'm not saying that at all. Um, no, I am a Christian. I am a Bible-believing, God-fearing, God-loving uh, Christian, so we, we can establish that right away. So back to what I was talking about. In the Four Quads Plus One framework, this is yet another framework to really help us to become exceptional men. So this can be men, fathers, husbands, but really to improve ourselves and to be exceptional in all that we do. And so just as a really quick review, uh, review slash overview, the four quadrants, so the four quads plus one framework, that is the, the four quads are, I am the warrior of my body and health. I am the priest in relationship to God and my family. I am the lover of my wife and children. And finally, I am the king of my business and finances. And then the plus one, which we're going to dig deeper in today, is I am the author of my life. So that's why I said, who's writing your story? So right from the beginning, this is kind of the the, the plus one lays the foundation to build the four quads on. Because let's, let's face it, gentlemen, life is made up of millions, millions of decisions. We, we have to make so many decisions every day. I mean, let's face it, when the alarm went off this morning, you had to decide, am I going to get out of bed or am I going to hit snooze? Or am I going to hit snooze again and again? Or am I going to get out of bed and start my day? So, I mean, from the very time your alarm clock goes off or that you open your eyes without an alarm, whatever you, however, however you do it, we have to be making decisions. 
We, we have to, and then for the rest of the day, we are flooded with decisions. Now, the thing that will help us in this is if we realize that every decision we make carries a consequence, and they range from minor to major. You know, if you if you hit that snooze button once, maybe the the consequence isn't so high. Okay, you sleep an extra five or ten minutes. No, no big deal. But if you turn off the alarm and you don't hit snooze, you just turn it off, and then you oversleep. And then you you wake up very late, and then you end up being late for work. That can start a whole snowball of consequences in your life. So, once again, there's minor and major uh, consequences to decisions we make. So, I think we can all agree on that. I think we're we can agree a hundred percent right now. Whoever it is you are that you're listening to this right now, you can agree with me that life has uh, millions of decisions, and those each one of those decisions carries a consequence. Maybe big, maybe small, but they all carry a consequence. So now that we've established that, here's the next thing that to kind of progress in this. We, we know how important those decisions can be. Now I want you to understand this. I want to help you understand this. As a man, you have to take 100 responsibility for your life. 100% responsibility for your life. So what that means is, when you do something good or bad, when you succeed or you fail, it's not your mama's fault. It's not your daddy's fault. It's not your wife's fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's not your boss's fault. It's not God's fault. It's not the devil's fault. It isn't luck or lack of luck's fault. It is 100% your fault when something happens. Now, I know immediately what some of you said is, well, Joe, that, that sounds great, but there are things that happen in my life that are 100% out of my control. I don't have control over some of the things that happen. When my boss blows up in my face and yells at me, or my wife does something crazy, or my kids do something crazy, well, that's their decision. You said life's made up of millions of decisions every day. Well, well, there you go. They they made their decision. So that's not my that's not my responsibility. Okay, so that's true. But what you have to understand is you still have 100% control of how you respond or to react or how you react to that that external source, that external stimulus that happens to you. So I do understand that there's things that are that happen to you that are totally out of your control. I get that. I'm not trying to belittle that. But at the same time, you have to understand that you are in 100% of control of how you respond to that. And the story I immediately think about is I think about Viktor Frankl. I don't know if you've ever heard his story, but he was, he was in a concentration camp uh, during World War II. And this is a man who who has he he dealt with and experienced more tragedy, more challenges than than I'll ever face in forty lifetimes of my own life, and and yet through it all, he held on to his mind. He held on to realize that that he had the choice of how he was going to respond and react to everything that happened to him. And so when I look at that very very extreme example, here's a man who made it through one of the most horrible situations that a man could ever experience in his entire life. He made it through by realizing I have responsibility of how I respond, how I react. And listen, when you grab hold of this, that will change your life. And so now when I said that we are the author of our lives, now it's true that it's God who blesses us, guides us and, and leads us and he comforts us. Okay. I understand that. And even in Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, some of you might be saying, well, wait a minute, God's the author of, our, of us, of our life. Okay, let's look at Hebrews 12, 1, through, 1 and 2. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
Let us lay aside every weight in the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay, so our strength comes from the Lord, but we have to choose him in every situation. We have to understand that no matter how desperate my situation may be, whether it's in my control or out of my control, I have to choose God. So that's the first part of responsibility that we have to take as a man is to realize I have to choose God in every situation. And you understand from Hebrews 12, 1, 1 and 2, that Jesus is the author of our faith. Okay, so he is the one who establishes and he died so that he could be the author of our faith. But we are the author of our life, and and the reason I'm saying that is we have eternal life through Jesus Christ, but for my life, my day-to-day life, I have to choose how I'm going to live. Because, you see, the whole reason that Christ died for us is so that we could have free will, so that we could choose him. And you have to understand, you know, he gives us the greatest choice that we'll ever have in our life. He gives us the choice to choose between heaven or hell. There is no greater choice you'll ever make in your life because that is the choice that has eternal consequences. You know, if you choose the, you know, quote, the wrong spouse or you choose the wrong house, then, okay, you can have all kinds of situations there. But let's face it, when you die, it's not really going to matter that much. What's going to matter is eternity. And so that's why the biggest decision you can ever make in your life is to say yes or no to Jesus Christ. When he draws you to him, when he, when you are, when you're offered the free gift of salvation through his death on the cross, you can say yes or no. There is no greater choice. And so... (laughs) When, when that happens, then we can understand that he lets us choose eternity, where we're going to spend eternity, heaven or hell. So that means he's going to give us the free will to choose all those hundreds or thousands over a lifetime, millions of choices every single day of our life. We have the choice of how we're going to choose. And so we're given this choice of every single day, and that's, that's really the beauty and the beast of, of free will. Because he gives us the free will to choose. And so let's let's face it, guys. I, I look at my own life and I see, wow, I made a great de- choice there. I made a great decision there. And then I look at other areas of my life and I think, man, man I, I messed that up. I screwed that up so bad. I could have a PhD in screwing up. I screwed that up so bad. And so that's the, the beauty and the beast of, of having this free will, this choice. And so when I say that you are the author of your life, then you have to understand something. The, the Webster dif- Dictionary definition of author is one that originates or creates something. So the author is you're, you create something. As an author, you create something. And to create means to produce or bring about by a course of action or behavior, to produce through imaginative skill. So you produce or bring about something by a course of action or behavior. So you're the author of your life because you are creating your life by the courses of actions and behavior that you have every single day of your life. I hope this is making sense. I hope I haven't you know, spun in circles so much that you're like, what the heck is he talking about? So Jesus Christ is the author of our faith. But the way that our life will go, the way that it will progress, the way that this day is going to turn out, Jesus Christ is left up to me. Because like I said, he, he lets us choose eternity, heaven or hell. So he lets me choose today how I'm going to live. Choose you, choose you this day who you will serve. I mean, you know, he said that too. Um, Joshua said that to the, the people of Israel. So we have to choose 
how we're going to live our life. So when I say I'm the author of my life, I have to understand that I am responsible for the outcome of my life. Yes, God blesses. Yes, there are consequences, sometimes negative consequences, or obviously negative consequences to bad decisions. But at the same time, I am the author of my life in that I create the atmosphere that I'm going to live in today. And like I said, first and foremost, I create that that as, that atmosphere by starting my day with Christ. When I wake up in the morning, I need to be thankful. I need to look to, to Jesus and say, God, thank you that you're letting me live another day. Thank you that my eyes opened this morning. And I, I am here today to start a new day, to create a new day with you. And, and that's that's the thing right there that we have to understand. When I'm saying that we are the author of our life, it, it really is... You know, if you get down to it, it really is a co-author of our of, of your life because everything I do today, I want to do in harmony, in coordination, in side-by-side -side working with Jesus Christ. I can remember years ago, I was at a youth pastor conference in, in Maryville, Washington. This was decades ago. <laughs> this was in, in the, in the uh, late 90s. But I was in... Um, in this youth pastor conference, and and as we're sitting there, we're down the altar praying, we're having this ministry time, altar time, and I just had this picture that was so vivid to me, and I want to share it with you now to to say to let you know that yes, what we're doing is work, but this is not. We don't work alone. We don't create. We're not the author of our life by ourselves in a vacuum. Okay, and so I had this picture of this big mountain, and all around this mountain, there were people pulling up these. It was like a coal cart with a big ropes tied to the front of it and we're all pulling these coal carts up to the top of this mountain and in my mind I I was just seeing this and I was thinking you know this this cart was loaded with coal and basically we were bringing it to the top of the mountain to for it to be transformed into diamonds and so I felt like that these were fellow youth pastors I was surrounded by youth pastors at the time physically there at this conference and so basically we were bringing coal we were bringing young people to the Lord to to make diamonds to to create into these wonderful masterpieces that only he could do and and it was hard work it was like this super steep hill and I'm pulling on this big thick rope trying to get up this hill and as I'm standing there, I had this image of Jesus Christ running up to me and he looked at me with this biggest grin on his face and he literally pushed his sleeves up, grabbed hold of the rope with me and said, come on, we've got this. Let's do it. And that's the way that that really helps me. If I picture each day that I live, I have to understand I'm not I'm not the author of my life in a vacuum. I'm not by myself. But when I walk step in step with Jesus Christ and I seek his will for my life, I spend time in the word in the morning. I spend time in prayer in the morning and in the evening and with my with my wife. Then I, I take time to say, okay, God, where are you going? Where are you working? What choices do I need to make today as the author of my life to where I, I'm not just the author of my life, but I'm really the co-author of my life because you're working with me. Life can change dramatically. And so please understand that you're not creating your life in a vacuum. You're not creating your life by yourself. But when you really partner with God to see, okay, God, where are you working? What are you doing? Where can we walk side by side to create this amazing life together? I'm telling you, you'll be blessed. Now, I did not say by any stretch of imagination it was going to be easy. I didn't say that there will not be challenges, that there won't be times that you think, okay, I've lost my mind. What was I thinking? But you have to understand that when you walk with God, he will always have you. He'll always keep you. There are times in my life where I've made really dumb choices. 
and and it hurt and there there were some at times severe consequences there's times in my life where I've, i know i've made the right decision but yet even though i made the right decision it was so difficult it was so hard to get through it was so hard to get through to the other side but yet i know that what held me together what kept me from literally flying apart at the seams was the fact that i knew that 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 I was walking with God. I was with Christ. I was walking step by step with God. And so I encourage you right now, men, when I say you're the author of your life, when you are listening to this right now, think about the decisions that you have coming up in front of you. Think about the decisions you have to make, whether it's at work, with your family, with your kids, uh, maybe a new career, whatever it may be. I encourage you to take time to pull aside and get alone with God, get along with the Word of God, in your hand and and really seek God. Okay, God, what do I need to do here? And so once again, it's a co-authorship because he can tell you what to do, but then you have to make the choice to do it. You have to put the, the feet on it. You have to put the faith uh, and marry, marry it up to those the works that you're going to have to do. Like, I'm okay, here's my faith. Jesus Christ is the author of my faith, but I have to take that faith and I have to put feet on it and walk it out. I have to walk out my faith, which basically means I have to make those decisions. I have to turn to the left or the right or go straight or go back or sometimes stand still. <laughs> Just be still and listen. And so I encourage you today to look at that and to realize, okay, if I partner with God, I really can. That plus one, I can be the author of my life. But the beauty of it is we're, it's not a, a single author, but it's a co-authorship. You're co-authoring your life with God. I hope that made sense. I hope that helped you today. If it did help you today, I encourage you to share it with somebody that you know. Um, you know, tag them in a post, uh, share the share the the podcast with them. Obviously, if you haven't already subscribed, I encourage you please subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and leave me a, a review. Once again, it's not to pat myself on the back, but it's it's to really kind of help with getting the word out there. Because at the end of the day, the bottom line with the Exceptional Husband podcast, I really want to help men become exceptional men. So whether you're a husband, a father, uh, you're you're single. You know, I, one of my friends the other day wrote me and says, well, that's not really for me because he's he's a, he's a single guy. But my goal here is to just really help us be better men. You know, maybe one day I need to change the, uh, the, the name of the podcast. But for right now, it's the Exceptional Husband Podcast because my heart really is to help you guys, husbands, to overcome the some of the challenges that we face in this world because I'm telling you guys, the the enemy has been attacking the family since the Garden of Eden. He he has sought to divide and conquer and destroy the family, and his 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 uh, goals haven't changed. His tactics may uh, change for the times, depending on where you're at. But man, I tell you, we are we are in a battle, and so I'm hoping that through this podcast, you're encouraged in your battle to to fight strong every day. So. Next week, we'll continue on with the four quads, dig deeper into each of those. I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you next time on the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t the number 4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. 
Thanks again for listening. And remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.